for you. You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Clemenza Caserna Jr., the Italian stallion. Now you're getting a phone call. Oh, nice Beverly Hills. Call Andrew. Yeah. You gotta do what I do. I, I love the phone calls. Lately, we've been getting a lot of weird phone calls about solar panels and right, me car too. insurances and all this crazy shit. And the other day, I got one about furthering my education. So I said. I would like to further my education, <laughs> my education, further my education in the art of licking snatch, for lack of better words. And <laughs> the guy was just totally blown away by this. And he kept talking to me about it and how he wished there was a course for it. Now he needs to learn how to do this better and how it'll be a great idea. And I'm like, really, David? We went on. I just kept fucking with the guy for about 20 minutes. You love doing that. Guy. I love it. I love when they call me for car insurance. I tell them I just I got I was a drunk driver and I got arrested. I mowed down thirteen people on the side of the road. Please don't call me anymore. I'm having flashbacks. Oh my god, stop! I don't drive anymore. Leave me alone. But how much? How much would it be a month? <laughs> you know, because it gets annoying after a while. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of those. Although a lot of them are people asking for money. Yeah. But you know what they do now? Like these companies, they'll call you. And when you pick up, it says, please call this company. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Not only are you going to try to sell me, but you want me to call you back to get a fucking... Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. We've gotten that lazy. Ah, it's, it's out of control. <clears throat> so how was the week, bro? You went to the, uh, the rock carnival. Yeah, we, I did um, food truck rock carnival, which it was the first annual. So, of course, you know, it was run a little bit... Uh, so God... And well, you know what it is? It's always the first one. You never learn until the first or second one is over. Absolutely. And you're going to so, keep learning. Yeah. So they wanted me to, they said they're going to judge. First it was, I'm not judging because they didn't want to be judged. Then it was like, yeah, you're judging. I'm like, all right. So I go there with Eric Levine, uh, Chef Eric Levine. And we show up at 430 on Friday. And lo and behold, we have 10 different people. No one knew that we were supposed to be there. But there's one guy in the food truck goes, oh, the other guy's cooking for the bands. I'm like, no, we're, we're here to judge and donate food, like whatever. 
Long story short, we walked around to the food trucks, and no one knew that that they were getting judged. And it was well, like pulling teeth to get like a, a They wanted people to donate food for the security in the bank? No, they all bought. They, they had people who were paying and stuff, but they wanted, you know, a couple of people that were on shows to go there and be like a name and then maybe, you know, bring some food with you to try to promote yourself. But, okay. Yeah, you know, I made mac and cheese and bacon mac and cheese, but we had to cook for like 80 people for the bands, but none of the bands really ate. They were all back in their own corral. We had a tent underneath that people were sneaking in and eating, but who cares? Uh, you know, I fed some people. There you go. I but it was good, man. Let me tell you something. I mean, it brought me back. There was, and uh, Mary came with me, and it was fucking hysterical because we people watched the whole day. Oh, I there were women watch. there that were probably super hot in like 1983, but they were wearing the same thing they did back then. Like, they were on an old golf course with, uh, you know, grass and all this other shit hills, and there's women with, and it's probably around 90 degrees out, leather pants, spike heels, halter tops, ripped shirts, all the this. The fact uh, that you know what a halter top is is even more my Yeah. But, and it was great. Who had the fake tits? You know, and like, they, they look great 25 years ago. But I think it's a great idea. I would have loved to come, but, you know, not for me at this very time. I love the music, but, yeah. again, you know, like you said, when you get that many people together, you really got to learn the logistics. Right. And it's a learning process. Yeah, exactly. It really is. It's going to happen, but you know what? You got to get, that's where you get the walkie-talkies. And, and, and my, my, to my shock, it was only 14 bucks a ticket. Was that not right? Um, no, it was fourteen dollars to get unlimited rides. All the tickets were like fifty bucks. What do you mean unlimited rides? Because it was separated. They had when you walked in, you go to the left, and it was a giant carnival with all forty-something food trucks and a band so for cover bands to get and a in. stage for cover bands. So that was free. Okay. But then you had to pay, you know, pay for food, pay to get on the ride. So you could pay fourteen ninety-nine and get unlimited rides. For the day, okay, whatever. so they made a shit pile of money. Yeah, it was over 50,000 people. So do the math. It's wow. like just in ticket sales, $2.5 million. Wow. Unbelievable, right? And then all the food and the, the kickback for the beer. They had beer gardens all over the place. They Why had, can't we organize something like this? Uh, I think we can. You just need a lot of money. They had, the guy running it had a giant like tour bus and it was just tour buses all over with people that were running it, living on. It's just a lot of shit. Security. They had the police from every town over there. And yeah, it does. It does take a lot of logistics. Yeah, I mean, the guy that ran it, awesome. Joe D from uh, Game Changers. That's what he does. He's like a promoter. Okay. And it, it was good. They had unions there. But the stage and the music was fantastic. And well, you know, Dom from uh, Next Food Network Star had his okay. mac and cheese truck there. Had Banana Guy from over in Hoboken. There was some great... I actually... There were, there were these two guys on a, like a healthy ice cream truck, or like an all-natural organic ice cream truck, and they had vegan ice cream. Okay. Made with cashew milk. Ooh. And they had pistachio, banana water. It was fantastic. These two guys, you know, I, I felt like I was hanging out with uh, the boy George and his buddy. But they were the nicest guys, and they were get, making me root beer floats and giving me vegan ice cream, this ice cream. And I was just eating nonstop. And so I really only ate from about 10 food trucks. 
right. And we didn't even judge anything. And speaking of promoters, we got a special surprise guest tonight, Michelle Amico Lacana. That's right. All the way out from uh, Long, Island? Long Island. Strong Island, yeah. yeah. All right. Freestyle, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like our 80s show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Studio is like an 80s. We, we like we yeah. the Wayne's World, mm-hmm. you know, rock and roll and freestyle, man. Oh, hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was telling you before, my buddy Phil is a uh, personal assistant for Zach Wilds, who's in Black Label Society, plays for Ozzy. Okay. And so I was hanging out with all those, and they're so regular, you know? Yeah. I feel like I was hanging out with the Sons of Anarchy meets, um, uh, what the, what yeah, the hell was that? Yeah, we we hung out with the Jokers and you know, yeah. the new Joker guys and the Sons of Anarchy. Uh-huh. They're all just down-to-earth, regular, normal people, man. Just like yeah. us. I tell you I one thing, some Asian guy it. came up to me, he goes, I love Chop, I just saw your episode, I know it's all, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> I wonder if it's like that, what people say about us, like, hey, they're just regular guys. Probably. You know? Well, it's true, we are, you know, yeah. it's not like, the only one out of the million bands and everything, the only one that was standoffish was Slash. Yeah, of course, he's not. His whole band had, now, say it was like where my driveway was, where his... Um, tour bus was or whatever. Okay. They had to get them those in a van and drive there, here to the stage. Those of you out there in Radio Land, that would be about <laughs> 25 feet away. Right. So they got in a <laughs> van. 100 feet away. Yeah, and drove right up to the stage, and we all had to stand back. That's a little ridiculous. We couldn't talk to him. Meanwhile, like Label Society, he pulled me up on stage. I'm watching the whole thing right there, looking at... You know, the 40,000 people and hanging out with the drummer and everybody, you know? Nice. Like, it was awesome. They were the shit. So you had a good time. I had a good time. I mean, but I felt like I, sh- I should have been doing more. But, but I was the only one not getting paid. You know, screw that. So thanks a lot, Joe D, for, you know, hooking me up with the passes. But it could definitely be, the food part can definitely be be run better. Yeah, absolutely. Where bands would want to come back just for the experience of the food, you know? Oh, yeah. Do it they had, you know, just hamburgers and cheesesteaks for the crew. And then some pizzeria dropped off a bunch of, like, shrimp palm and chicken marsala and chicken franchise. It was like a wedding. It was like a wedding buffet at every place on Staten Island. But I stole some. (laughs) I lived off of it for the last two days. Nice. I would do the same thing. Yeah. I saw a lot of people, and I knew, like, just walking through that crowd, bumping into... Everybody. One guy that I knew from a band. Do you remember the Big Apple Bazaar? Absolutely. Now, do you remember the guy that looked like David Lee Roth that used to paint the denim jackets? Vaguely, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And then he worked Savon back in the day. Wow, lovely. Savon. He, I, I ran into him. I'm like, dude, you were in the band Lust. And he goes, yeah. I'm like, and I remember seeing you at Onstage, <coughs> Van Halen tribute band called <coughs> Mammoth. And blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, man. And he knew, like, because he grew up, like, right near me. You're just bringing me way back to the 80s. Oh, on I swear to God. I just felt like fucking, it was so, I, I, I wish I, I wish I were yesterday. that's times were good, man. Yeah. There were no good. worries. Things were easy. We made money. Everybody went home and ate a good meal. And right. it was a lot of, you know, it was different back then. Yeah. People actually gave a fuck a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, it's such a difference between... Going to an event in New York and going to an event in Jersey. Even, like, the guys that were kicking me out of place was like, I'm so sorry, man, but, you know, 
I'm not allowed to have you over here. And then the cops are like, um, excuse me, can I ask you a question? I'm like, yeah. He goes, we're not open till 3. It's 1130. How did you get beer? <laughs> and how did you get in here? I'm like, here's my pass. I'm working. But, oh, all right. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Instead of throwing me and kicking me, you know, like. Yeah, fucking... if this was in the city, you would have been. But, yeah, Al Sharpton would have been here. <laughs> yeah. But all in all, good time. Next year, we'll do it. You know, we'll fucking hang out and try to, you know, talk to him and tell him, like, we'll cook for it. But Yeah, my week wasn't as eventful as yours. I don't even remember my week. Well, I was only Friday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I spent some time with my family. Uh-huh. We, we chilled out a little bit, you know. And uh, that was really it. We're going to uh, Victor Potato. Vic, how do you say his name? The Benetetto. I don't know if it's the Benetetto or the Beto. No, it's the Benetetto. It's the Benetetto. Victor Benetetto. I can never say his name. I'm sorry, Vic. But uh, he's been our guest, and we're going to see him uh, over in Amputee. Yeah, he's a funny bastard. Yeah, I'm going to see him live, man. It's going to be good. He's I've been good. watching a lot of comedy lately. Uh-huh. And, like, because I used to, like, play around and do some stand-up. I want to get back into it. I want to do a whole routine and go do some over mics. I love okay. it. <laughs> I'm bringing everything back to the 80s. You don't do anything for attention. But I love stand-up comedy. So I, why I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I would actually be very funny, but I don't think I got the balls to get up and do it. I think you well, would. Philomena whispered, why not? <laughs> you can talk into the mic and bend the mic towards you and actually ask a question. Good evening, everybody. It's the Philomena show. Uh, but yeah, why not? I don't know. Because it's it's different from doing a cooking because I know I have the talent. I know like, if I right. make a mistake, I can pull it off. You know what I'm saying? I think you're pretty funny. You know, I crack some jokes. No, you would be great. Like, if you had a chair and a microphone like this. Yeah. Had your back towards people. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be hysterical. That may be a new way to do comedy. Yeah. I'm just going to come out and sit my back turned to the audience and just tell jokes. Mm-hmm. And I know Raven, who's uh, on the line, I know he does a little stand-up. Mm-hmm. He uh, got a little thing going. He says he comes out and he kills. The last time Raven stood up, I almost <laughs> ran him over. <laughs> All right, let's get him on here. That's a little inside joke right there. What's up, Raven? I almost ran him over in the car. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hello, Raven. Excellent, excellent, Hello. excellent. What's shaking, guy? SSDD. <laughs> Dealing with all the hell between the death of Skype today, where everybody seemed to have a meltdown, to uh, grumbling about the uh, food truck thing quietly to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But, yeah, apparently, uh, yeah. I'm not media, and I'm not... Uh, important enough to be given passes. However, I could have gotten $20 off every single day I went. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, we could do yeah. a better event. Between your skills and my ability to promote and run day a show, we could put on one hell of a gig. Oh, yeah. You know what I think it was? It was all, you know, DHA was there, the RAD. There was so many regular radio stations. I think they were shying away. I didn't see yeah, much and media. There was no really media backstage. However, uh, yeah, they, they, they said there was supposed to be a whole... I have the, the email about the event, and none of it went down. I was watching. And uh, there's supposed to be a press area. There was supposed to be a VIP area. There was none of this. I was watching your photos going, you know, it's really interesting. Even the standoff band has been on the Vault of Metal. Every yeah. single band that played that event, except for Lita Ford, has been on my show. Really? 
I've had members of Slash's band. I've had members of Black Label Society. I've had uh, everybody but but Lita Ford and uh, Drew, <laughs> bodyguard Drew knows Lita because he's going to be working with the Runaways when they go on tour. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, no, not like I'm not connected to the management of any of these people. Yeah, no. I didn't see any. I didn't see any press thing. There was some VIP yeah. sections, but. It wasn't yeah, very VIP because I was standing there. <laughs> I was actually blocking yeah. them, you know. <laughs> yeah, can you believe the the VIP tents are $4,500 a piece? I know, and totally not worth it because I um, it was on the side of the stage. But then they could walk and stand right in front of the stage, but it was just, it was a table. A little. Why would I want to stand right in the front of the stage of 1986 all over again? You know. Right now, right now. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I was so upset that Skid Row is horrible. Oh yeah, their new singer is just awful. The the band is not the same without Sab. They should have just been, went on the free part and did a Skid Row cover band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? because all the cover bands oh, yeah. are pretty good. Judas Priestess. I missed Mini Kiss. But the Rage Against Mini the Machine is amazing. Those are some oh, yeah. great guys. I've hung out with them a couple times. Yeah, they're they're so good. And uh, yeah, I can forget who else played in the cover stuff, but you know, I mean, if they had, they'd thrown the Iron Maidens in there too, it would have been a trifecta, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, also I was thinking, you know, the stand-up comedy thing. Yeah, I used to. I've done it on occasion, and uh, it's not as easy as it looks. Oh, no. No, it's not. And here's the problem with stand-up comedy. I'm too fat to stand up. <laughs> no, 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 Clem, Clem, here, I'll give you one of my jokes then. I bring a stool with me and go, I know you were expecting a stand-up, but I'm going to sit here and sit down, and I wear a kilt and combat boots. And I have to tilt up a bit and lean back. So, you know, the front row, you start to see halfway through the set, the heads start to tilt to see if I'm truly Scottish. Nice. <laughs> You go up there and offend them, you know? I mean, you visually offend them. Yeah, I'm a sit-down comic. You're just going to have to deal with it. Oh, by the way, if you look up my dress, you're buying me a drink. Exactly. You know? And yeah, they, you, they you even know. had comics at this thing. There was a tent with comics. There was a wrestling tent. I saw Hacksaw Jim Duggan wrestling it up. And um, then there was another stage. With, my favorite thing of the whole thing, and this is what I want to do for a living, it was a giant trailer, like, Huge, like two trails on top of each other with a big dunk tank and a guy dressed in this clown suit and it was Drown the Clown and he had a microphone, he played music and just abused everybody. So you funny. little, please tell so little far, kids. Show you wanted to be a drummer, a fucking yeah. stand-up comedian, now you want to be the guy who yells at people when they yeah. drop the clown. I want to be, I want well, to, he, I want he, to. He could be the stand-up comic, comic dressed as a clown getting dunked, you know? But, uh, oh man, I just, I wanted to stay there all night. I didn't care about the bands. This guy is hysterical. It's like, and this is why I want to do it. A little, not even a big milk crate, you know, the half ones? Yeah. With the four gallons, fit the four gallons in or whatever. Those full of softballs, guess how much? How much? Yes. 10 bucks. 30 bucks. Wow. And he offends you so much, you want to keep buying them to try to dunk them, but it's so far away. And all these little, like, eight, nine-year-old kids, he's calling pussies and stuff. No. (laughs) (laughs) And he has big signs. Do you remember Shoot the Freak? At the carnival, yes. and it was this guy running around. He had the paintball gun. He torment you and throws it at you and yeah. yell at you, and you got to shoot him with paintball guns. 
Uh, so it makes me miss my old sidekick from the vault spaz. One year to raise money, we dressed him up in a chicken suit, cut the ass out of it, and we built a potato gun. And we put uh, hacky sacks in it. For five bucks a shot, you could shoot at him. And he was running oh. around yelling insults <laughs> at you and whatnot. We raised like $5,000 for breast cancer. Nice. Very good course. Pretty yeah, wild. Yeah, he was willing to get the crap knocked out of him just to raise money. So that was awesome. Well, listen, we got our guest in 10 minutes. Why don't we uh, maybe try to find a little news and, you know, we'll get some of that added away. Rob and I already, we, we talked about how we, Rob's week is always more exciting than mine. I think I'm getting old, Burmice. I think that's it. I don't know. CTF News with Big and Beefy. So much louder. I love it. Yeah, the now sound I'm going to so start better. off with a little news that's been making Twitter history and Facebook history and all over the papers, and it's the pizza rat. Apparently, there's a little rat or a little mouse, whatever you want to call it, on the subway, and there's a little picture of them all over Facebook and UPI and BuzzFeed and all these great websites that have this little mouse taking. He's trying to carry the whole slice of pizza. <laughs> and the pizza is about three times the size of the mouse, but he's dragging Doesn't it down. Doesn't he know you can bend it? Yeah, he's dragging it. He's trying to fall What's wrong? Somebody should have gave him a little mouse walking spoon. But this little mouse was dragging it apparently halfway down. He was trying to get it down to the subway. You gotta like the little guy. Yeah. It's not that he took a little bite. He's trying to take it. You gotta go, go for the whole slice. Go for the whole slice, but it's fucking banging off of those filthy, dirty steps. Who the hell wants to eat it after that? If you were a rat, you were a rat. <laughs> True, yeah, a rat. But so forget about it, Ed. This is my slice. Fuck yeah, off. exactly. He, left <laughs> he had a saddle on his back. Yeah. You know, it was right after he got the prosciutto and mozzarella sandwich. You went for the pizza. <laughs> you so, know, you could have gotten your old He-Man action figure and made him ride on it, you know? Oh, nice. <laughs> now, apparently another new, thing now that, another new thing now that's sweeping the nation is this selfie spoon. It's a giant spoon with a little camera at the end of it, and people are eating and taking bites and holding up their food, and quite honestly, it looks like she's shoving something more than a spoon in her mouth, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, but uh, a selfie spoon. What, what's next? There should be there like, one who wants to see How about a that? selfie? Wait, I got it. I got it. A selfie vibrator. Ooh. Think about that. I know it sounds a little weird and perverted. Well, not really, there's because you already, can film there's yourself. Already stuff like you got that, all man. these people that are, are sexting and texting and sending dirty bitches. Why not a selfie vibrator? Yeah. There's that already stuff actually, like that. They, they I have would love cameras to watch myself. I would love to watch me go fuck myself. Yeah. Or a, a selfie shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a selfie shotgun. Used once. Yeah. <laughs> you can get one exactly. used once. <laughs> <laughs> sell it in a garage sale. Only used once. <laughs> there it is. And then you know you know it's getting old when it's used three times. It means it bounced around right. a different Let's people. do some quick food news that I got right here. There's actually yeah. news about food. And these are 12 things that I know everyone remembers about their childhood. These are 12 staples that have been around since we've been kids. And you know what the number one is? I know you know it, per my My favorite thing in the world. Fancy. Think about it, folks. We've been around forever. The second one is the Zero Bar. The third one, Pop-Tarts. Think about it. How long? I'm 44 years old, and I remember them when I was a kid. Yeah. And they haven't changed a bit. They still taste like bad fruit, cardboard with sugar. And they're delicious. I don't like them in a toaster. No, me neither. I like them cold, yeah. Yeah. Fluff. 
Who remembers the fluff? Love fluff. Mm. I got it. I just used the rest of mine. Everything that's on here, I probably yeah, just probably used in the last two days. Here. Velveeta. Oh, you definitely have that. Captain Crunch. I know Burmeister has got the Captain Crunch. Love, I love Crunch Marys. Jello. Mm-hmm. Great for Jello shots and Jello molds. Candy, Candy corn. corn. The Twinkie. The Twinkie left and came back, but it's been around. Yeah. Kraft Mac and Cheese. Mm. One of my all-time favorites right here, but Circus Peanuts, man. Yeah. Who doesn't love a Circus Peanut? I'll tell you a little something about them in a little bit. And last right. but not least, <clears throat> uh-oh. SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. Nice. And there it is. Well, back to the Circus Peanut. I was watching the History of Cereal on whatever the History Channel or something like that. And it started out with, like, um, the guy that made the cornflakes, and then he had a, his brother invented grape nuts, and they had this big brawl or whatever. But everyone, oh, there was so much plain his cereal. His brother grabbed his nuts, and they had a brawl. What did yeah, you just say? Grape nuts. <laughs> you know, uh, street travel. But uh, <coughs> they have... They were showing, like, how they invented, like, all the puff cereals and stuff. With all these machines they invented. One guy was, like, uh, deep-frying rice or doing something with rice, heating it so hot that it started getting hot and crackly, so he invented Rice Krispies. But one of the brothers loved circus peanuts so much, he would cut them up and put them in his corn see a puffed corn cereal that he made and that's how we got Lucky Charms. Nice. Then they invented alphabets way back when, but like the C and the H, when they cooked they wouldn't look like a C and an H, so they had to perfect it and stuff. But it was it was crazy. That cereal thing all started out with uh, I think it was Kellogg. Or was it Kellogg? Yeah, it was Frankie Kellogg and his brother Joey. <laughs> they were Italian. Well, they I, invented I, I forget I forget Maybe it was was a craft or no. I think it was Kellogg's. I think it was Kellogg, but he had he started like this wellness center and gave everyone enemas and came up with cornflakes and would feed them just nonstop cornflakes. And it was like all the rich people would go there to cleanse themselves. This is something else you have a career. You should come up with the most bizarre story. <laughs> you have the most bizarre fucking I thought I was insane. You definitely <laughs> I don't know where you get this from, how you do it, but you do it. I don't know. I just I watch those fucking weird shows at weird times. Now you saw you saw three AM finally. Yes. With the fat Jew. Fat Jew, if you're listening, we want you on this fucking show. Yeah. And, uh, and that's his name. The fat Jew. Yeah, fat he's Jew, calling yeah. himself the fat Jew. This guy's got millions of fucking Facebook and Twitter followers. Um, what's the kid's name of him? What's the clubs? I had his name. I forgot his name. Oh, it's like uh, uh I forget. Can't think of it, but it's a great show. It's about what happens in the city at night at 3 a.m. Right. And it's just the most bizarre thing. Yeah, and all he does is take pictures of chicks. Yes. Drunk, like His whole drunk job is, wild, yeah. kind of. And he goes and he makes them, you know, do, what do they call that? When they pour the champagne down their tits and they make the other girls drink. Yeah. That's his whole job. Right. And he, makes and he wants to, like, all over their face or yeah. whatever, their facials or something. But the, um. Krill. Krill, 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 whatever. Yeah. Okay. All right, we got to put a black screen yeah. up. Yeah. Well, she's she's letting us know that our guest <laughs> is calling in. She's calling oh, all right, on six three. Okay. That's a six three one number. Mm-hmm. We'll pick her up in uh in about one second here. Right. Yeah. I just want to go over the um my last story here, and it's Whole Foods is getting sued again. 
Really? By PETA this time. P-E-T-A, you know, the... Uh, yes, the animal people. Yeah, because they said they're doing, like, humane... Whole Foods slapped with federal lawsuit company accused of violating securities laws. Because they said they're doing, like, humanely killed meat and they're not, or something like that. So. You know, Peter's got to get over all that crap, too. I, I think they stand for a great thing, but they go a little too far sometimes. Yeah. Certain things have got to be done for certain reasons. Right. You know, and that's just the way it is, man. You know, deal with it. We got to eat, too. We're at the top of the food chain. Exactly. Exactly. All right. That brings us now up to our next guest. Yeah. Michelle Amica Licata. That's right. Let's Licata. get her on the line. See what she's doing. the high school with Licata. It wasn't for the relation. Okay. Pick it up. Hello there, Michelle. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Ah, good. Thanks for chewing the fat with us tonight. Oh, I'm very excited. Very excited. Hey, Phyllis. Hello, <laughs> Michelle. Yeah, so. Amanda, how are you? Okay. How you doing? How you been? Very good. Busy, busy. <laughs> it's yeah, well, that's what you, you got to be busy. We yeah. finally got you on the line. Yeah. So, I know. You, uh, I'm sorry. I could, yeah, I was trying to get down to the studio. I just couldn't do it, but um, no, I was I like, okay, tonight, tonight. <laughs> now, why don't you tell everybody exactly what it is you're doing, who you're promoting, some of the things you got coming up, and, uh, you know, tell us what you do. Sure. Um, okay, I'm a promoter in the New York area and a booking agent. I book... Um, Live bands, performers of um, mainly the disco performers. I also book freestyle performers. Um, I do large shows at um, Resorts World Casino. We, my partner and I, started the Disco Inferno shows there three years ago. Very um, nice. Yeah, we do Westbury Music Fair. We did the St. George Theater um, for the Boogie Wonderland. Um, I believe it was last year. Yes, um, it was. So. Yeah, so we do we do a lot of stuff. Um, we have some great stuff that's coming up. Um, October second, we're opening up a new um, ultra lounge in Bethpage, Long Island, where we're going to have Tuesday night jazz night, um, Friday night live band, and Saturday DJ dance party. And then okay. we have yeah, we have October ninth. We have um, Disco Invades Manhattan at the Vermilion. We're doing a big party there in Manhattan on the night, which will be really, really cool. And um, we got the bell, uh, the Jingle Bell Bottom Ball coming up in December. And we're coming back to Staten Island, but I can't give the date or the location away yet. Huh? Oh, all right. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you, do you go, and of course, the same kid calls me every week at the same time. <laughs> and one of these days, I'm going to put him on the air and just go nuts on him. But now, do you go to all these events? I go to most of them, yes. Now, see, there's another job I would love to have, man. Yeah. I know it's hard. You do a lot of work. As a chef, when you book parties, you do a lot of running around, and it gets crazy. But to be able to book all these people and meet them and talk to them and see the show, it really is an accomplishment in itself to watch all this unravel before your eyes and see a beautiful night go down. It's almost like cooking. Right. Yeah. People are happy. I'm happy when I go to a lot of these shows, man. Especially mm-hmm. you know, freestyle. I think the biggest thrill for me... Is just watching and hearing people after a show say, "Thank you for bringing me back to a happy time." Exactly. Uh, that is yeah. that is like the biggest accomplishment when you know all the stress of putting these shows together and the the issues and the problems and making sure the performers are there and they have their hotel. I mean, there's so much that goes into it, but 
the night of the show and when you watch the people in the audience just really happy, especially with today with the economy and all the terrible shit that goes on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they're happy, and we bring them back to that time, and, and um, it's nice, and we, we just, you know, tell them all the time, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing this, and um, they love coming, so they have a great time, and it's all worth it in the end. It definitely is. Right. Well, and, then, and here's another reason why, too. The music they make nowadays, I think, stinks. Oh, there's no music. So, it's memorized yeah. and synthesized. And- but in the 80s? I was a metalhead, but I was a classic freestyle fan. Like I, and that's what I choose to listen to a lot in the kitchen when I work. Oh, me is too. Right. Pandora and do freestyle. Me too, all the time. Oh, it's it's great. I work better than Johnny Owen, Cynthia, and TKA uh, and Judy. Yeah, Boy. yeah. And, and and I put a lime out there. Exactly. The same way, even with the disco performers. I mean, these some of these performers, and you know, they're, they're not young chickens anymore. But let me tell you something. Right. Some of them have, still have great voices. Uh, they don't they don't um, sing over a track. Um, it's their voices still. I mean, I work a lot with Franz Jolie, and her voice is still amazing. Still oh, amazing. Yeah. You know, and Franz Jolie yeah. that come to me. Yes, yes, yes. Come to me. You know, and it's funny because I was I grew up in in the disco era, and um, I um. I represent a band, I don't know if you know it or not, they're called Disco Unlimited, and um, they're a really, really popular disco show in the New York area. I mean, they they have a very big fan base, and people, they come in costume, uh, they've, they've sang with all these performers on stage, um, French Jolie, the Tramps, Tavares, um, and they are just extraordinary. They're really... Very good. People have told us they sound like the record. Good. Really oh, good nice. band. So, yeah, they're real popular. They usually open up my shows for me. They'll be coming to Westbury also um, and opening up uh, for all the performers. Then usually what they do is they come out with French Jolie at the end and they back her up with Come to Me, which is very cool. So um, it's good. It's good. It's, it's fun. Um, you know, it's you know, finding work in the area is not easy anymore because, you know, so many places are shutting down. The economy's bad. Um, but, you know, we still keep finding places to go to. We do the Melrose Ballroom in Astoria. Um, we did uh, we did Eve um, this year. We did Eve in Staten Island. Um, we've done the Vanderbilt. Um, oh, nice. French Jolie and Disco Unlimited there. And um, so it's nice. We're all over. We just did New Jersey. So, um, looking to get out nice. out of Florida. <laughs> oh, Florida. Yeah, right. I just saw Gloria Gaynor on uh, do, um, Neil Patrick Harris has a new game show on or something. Yeah. And it's pretty good. But it was karaoke. had three people with live cameras at the house. Gloria Gaynor came on, sang um, I Will Survive. I Will Survive. And then she stops and they have to finish the line. They get a thousand bucks. She looks fantastic and sounded fantastic. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Oh yeah, you know. yeah. And she's still going strong. She's she's all over the world. I mean, she. Oh yeah. Um, I know. I know one of her background singers, which I'll give a shout out to Anna Loriana. She is amazing background singer. She travels all over with uh, with Gloria. They, they're everywhere, oh, nice. everywhere, everywhere. Awesome. You know what's more amazing? And we just—I know we just said it before, but think about this. I was. 
17, 18, 19, 20, in my early 20s, early 30s, and his music was great back then. Yeah. They're still yeah. just as good today. And like you said before, they're not they're not riding over with tracks and right. They used to buy the seventy eight the seventy eight single. Remember it was like the yeah. album size yeah. single? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Well yeah, even when I do some of these shows, it's funny because people will bring their albums for the performers to sign. It it's oh, yeah. so cool to see albums like I see French Jolie come to me album and I'm like Oh my God! These people saved these. I wish I did. I wish I had my yeah. albums, but see, but I'd rather see exactly. I'd rather see a DJ up spinning records and scratching records and these kids. I love how they. I, this this freaked me out. The first time I ever saw it was years ago, but you know I'm going back a long time. But oh, I got a DJ and the kid came with his laptop. Yeah. I'm like, this is a DJ. I'm like, he's got a fucking computer. What is right. he DJing? I don't mind the guys with the computer that have the actual two turntables yes, now exactly. and, like, do all that stuff. Yes, That's exactly. really talented. But, but to the play a playlist? Yeah. And then, oh, if yeah. you want a song, I can download it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know. I got an iPod. Yeah. 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 Listen, there's a couple of DJs that are very, very, very few. I mean, I only know probably one or two that, you know, uh, they spin vinyl. Yeah. Listen, I, I mean, I can't even get them work because, People today don't even care about spinning vinyl because it's all computerized. Everybody goes on right. their computer, downloads songs, and as long as they're playing good songs that people love, they don't care if somebody's spinning vinyl. They don't care. Yeah, but I'd rather right. hear the mixing and the scratching of the records. And right. the, 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 you the know. only thing yeah, it's good for the DJs because it's less art. to carry. Yeah. <laughs> they used to have milk crates and right. milk crates yeah. full of records, and they had to like, rent right. the band. Now they pull up on their, like, moped with their laptop and their backpack and a, and a speaker. Yeah. And well, um, is there, yeah. well, let me ask you this, though. Is there a program on the computer that should be two two turntables on the computer, and you move one with the arrow, and you can actually spin on the computer like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I think they do have that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they have it because they are able to scratch and blend and mix. and I mean, with the technology today, it really can do anything. Right, and then with all the technology getting up there, everyone's going back to vinyl. Yeah. See, the, yeah. Uh, like a lot of the bands are, are, are cutting vinyl records and I was you know, turntables are coming the other back. Day. Yeah. Uh, Actually, yeah. I, found a, I did find a bunch of A-tracks the other day. I found an Elvis one, Pink Floyd. Yeah. I mean, and if you think about it, Pink Floyd, out. The Wall, I have them all unopened. Yeah. Stashed. Oh, yeah, but, uh, the eight tracks were like... Uh, <laughs> the only thing is, if you, didn't, if you like the third song on the first set, yeah. you had to listen to those first two songs yeah, first. Exactly. You didn't want to. You, you know. did. You exactly. did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. and even like with the 45s, um, I remember I remember years ago I used to go into Woolworths and buy them for like 50 cents, or whatever, a quarter, 50 cents for a 45. Wow, I'm, I'm really, I'm really showing my age now. Yeah, well, even look at like, I gotta say, even look at the rock and roll guys, and I am a, a rock and roll fan and a little bit of a metal fan. But right. years ago, you got guys like the Stones and Zeppelin and, and the Doors and Hendrix that just came out and played. They had one foot pedal if they were lucky. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Their yeah. hands bled. Their hands bled, and they fucking just came out and rocked the fuck out. Now these guys, this 12 foot pedal, and that's all talented. I give it to you. You can lay voices over voice and tracks over tracks. That's all cool stuff. But think about how good these guys had to be back then because to me, the Led Zeppelin and and the Hendrix and the Doors and the Stones, there's not a rock band today that compares to them. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's, uh, just very strange out there today. It really is. Um, 
But, you know, the music is still alive, and that's what's important. And, you know, music yeah. is good for the soul for a lot of people, a lot of people, yeah. whether it's, you know, rock music or metal or, or, or disco or 80s or, you know, just people, you know, it, it, it soothes them and it makes them feel good. Yeah. So that's always the and important Tom, thing. You know, they may Tom not be able to pay their mortgage. <laughs> right, exactly. That's the thing, you know. And some of these people that were great back in the day and they're on tour, they still have like a 9-to-5 job too, you know. Oh, there's but, a lot of them that do. Oh, yeah, a oh, lot yeah. of them that do. And, you know, the sad part is that some of them, you know, they try to, you know, come out with a new record or something, and it just, you know, if they're known as, um, you know, an artist from back in the day, you know, people want to just hear those songs. Even when we do our big shows, um, I have some performers that say, oh, I, I'd like to do my um, my new song I have, and we tell them no because if we're doing a disco song, those fans want to hear disco. They don't right. want to hear, hear the old stuff. Yeah. Well, that's even yeah. with like metal bands. If you go to a Motley Crue concert, and they want to play their whole new. Like Kiss did that when we went to see. Yeah. Them. Yeah. They played yeah. all stuff off the new album. We're like, no, let's get out of here. Like, yeah. They yeah. Want to hear your old stuff? Well, I went to see Roger Waters. I saw Pink Floyd three times. I saw Roger Waters back in the day, and then I, I was put to mind like, you got to go see Waters with me. I'm going to take one of the. I thought he was going to do all the Pink Floyd stuff. And he did all his stuff, and I'm like, what is this? I'm like, no, this is all. We actually walked out halfway through. Yeah. We left. It was that bad. Yeah. Now, when Roger Waters yeah. did the Pink Floyd stuff, and I saw Floyd Life, bought on one of the most amazing shows you will ever go to. Oh, Pink Floyd yeah. in concert, yeah. Roger Waters in concert. Back, it was just mind-blowing. The laser light show well, and the music. And it that was- happened um, Saturday. Slash came up, and he has this new band and stuff. And they have a couple of songs that they start, you know, they sang their one or two famous ones and they were trying and the crowd was like getting quiet and then they played Guns N' Roses and the place went nuts. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. guy stunk. You know, yeah. the guy wasn't yeah. a good singer, but, you know. It's, it's but freestyle, let me get back to freestyle because that, that's my, like, you know, my closet. Yeah, yeah. freestyle, TKA and George Lamont and Judy yeah. Torres. And, I mean, they're, they're, listen, they're such, they're so, they're such cool people, too. Um, oh, yeah. One of my favorites, Expose. Expose. I love Expose awesome yeah. and the Cover Girls. Now, I remember yeah, years ago. To be, yeah, we're working with the Cover Girls and TKA. We're doing a disco meets freestyle at the Melrose Ballroom on November 7th with TKA, <laughs> Cover Girls, and Disco Limited. It's going to be awesome, awesome, awesome. Nice, nice. Now, so, yeah. I saw Lime. Remember Lime? Um. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I've been trying I found this song and it took me a while to find it. I forgot who sings it now. She has a way. She has a way of getting what she wants. I actually have it on my Billy Bonds or Billy Baby. Babe, we're going to love tonight. No, that's mine. Yeah, but yeah. It, it sounds like that song, but it's not. She has a what she wants. Bobby O. That's it, Bobby, Bobby O. Oh, well, all right. It's Bobby oh, O. There you go. There you go. I, I saw live in Memories in, like, 93 or something. It was, like, 23. I saw them all, oh, man. I saw yeah. Alicia, Lime, TKA. Dude. Yeah. TKA was Tony, Kelly, and Angel. Is that not correct? Is that what the gay stands for? Is it Tony Kelly and Angel? Well, yeah, well, I think that- it's um, well, K Seven is really the you know they're the 
they, they spun off. There's, you know, there's two sets of almost everything today. Like there's three sets of tramps. Uh, you know, the brothers broke up. And one, one, oh, yeah, one yeah. way. That's like know, the temptation. <laughs> I remember yeah, when it was. Yes, the stylistics too. The stylistics, stylistics, the same thing. You know what we just did, which was very cool. Do you guys remember uh, the club in the city, the Fun House? Yeah. We just did a Fun House reunion in at Resorts World Casino. Well, let me tell you something. Those people can party hard. And Joe Murray, oh, yeah. which was the owner of the Fun House, he allowed us to use the, his logo and his name. He was part of it with us, but we went into the casino and did it. Now now we're going to go down to Florida at some point because a lot of New Yorkers have moved to Florida, and they've oh, been yeah. asking us to bring the Fun House reunion there. So at some point, probably in 2016, we're going to go down to Florida and do a Fun House reunion. Okay, just make sure it's handicap accessible. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. Uh, all right, that doesn't say anything nice about me. <laughs> no, well, hey, me too. I'm, I'm 45. I was around. I'm like, what you You're a baby. Michelle, wait, wait, yeah. Michelle, you don't look like a day over 25. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, babe. Yeah, I know. It's all in a number, right? <laughs> That's right. It's all, just a number, babe. Yeah, but I, I mean, it was good times back then, though. Yeah, it really was. I mean, it was, listen, I, I have to really thank all the fans. They're the ones that do this. The fans are the ones that keep this alive because we would not be able to do it without them because they're the ones that buy the tickets. They're the ones that keep the music alive. And I'm always, even on my Facebook page, I'm always thanking the fans for the support. They share our events. They invite their friends um, they're a real big part of this, more than more than me, my partners, or anything. It's right, just, yeah, because you can't do a show without the yeah. uh, without the people. You nope. know what's shocking, nope. though, is, is I, I I was hanging out. I forgot where I was. This was recently, and kids were a lot younger than me. They were in their twenties, and they had on like TKA and Judy. I'm like, how do you know this music? Like, kidding me? I grew up with, like you didn't grow up with that music. I grew up with this music. Yeah, well, but they well, actually were parents. Yeah, they actually knew the music, and it was it was, it was like yeah. really good to see. Yeah, like, that's like I know every word to like every song from the fifties because my father used to play it all the time. You know. Well, look at look at how the kids. I mean, I have a, my youngest is twenty five, and her boyfriend when he knew I was booking uh, for one of my shows, I had um, Sugar Hill Gang, and he was oh. you know, again twenty five years old. He says to me, "Please, please, Michelle." Bring me to this show, and I want to meet these guys. And oh, yeah. he's like, you know, so that is any age. Every, who doesn't know rap is delight? Oh, hell yeah. You know. I actually I was driving over from the shore a couple of weeks ago, and one of the stations, it was, I think it was like BLS or something like that. I don't know how I came across it. I think I was looking for Jersey stations. And they were playing old school rap, but like one mix for a half an hour, and it kept playing snips of songs. And I was psyched because I was wasn't never really listening to that much rap, but I knew every song, and it just brought me back. It's not like I was driving to a keg party. And then you <laughs> have the ACDC, the ACDC mix, and you can look it up on YouTube. It's called. It took me all night long. It's nice. the metal mix or rap mix, but it's it's got the techno, the freestyle beat behind it, and then it mixes. Like, um, uh, come on, what's that guy's name? Uh, what? Uh, the guy from Jersey. Uh, bon, jo- bon Jovi, ACDC. 
and mixed like 10 songs in a row. Uh-huh. While it shook me all night long, the beats right. were going in the back. And it's just the most amazing fucking song yeah, ever. It's like that fucking, what was that? Favorite DJ, something bunny or something like that, the disco bunny or something. Remember that song? Oh my and god! Then it, yeah. And then it would just play like that. Every yes. DJ played that while he was eating. It was like forty-five minutes. And Norton. Yes. Yeah, but I, I like you know my sister loves it. Like any show that's around that she can get, you know, someone to watch her son. She's there. Her and her friends. They yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Freestyle. People today divorce. Um, you right. know, they they still want to go out and um and listen, I, I love it. I, I, I enjoy just watching them. I really just enjoy. It. You know, when when I see people on a dance floor doing like the hustle and stuff, I'm like, Wow, look at this. I mean they just listen, they love it and it's and it's great and, and I think that's what makes my job so exciting in um you know, and again, oh, yeah. I'm only in this eight years. I'm not in it a long time. Um, oh. I mean, I've owned I've owned canning salons and things like that throughout my life, but this business I, at now doing it eight years, I'm like, oh my god, I wish I would have done this longer. And um, it was it just it's it it drags you in, and you know, as many times as I want to throw my hands up and go, oh my god, this is stressful. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't. I just love it. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. No, nah, it's Love fantastic. It. I mean, anything from back in the day when you grew up is great. Whether it be yep. food, whether it be, like, even, you know what's coming up a lot now is, like, Yacht Rock, they call it. Like, Ambrosia and Player and all those guys are coming back and reuniting and playing, yeah. band, like, little river bands and stuff. Yeah. I well, even saw a lot a cover of the band. Yeah. too. Like, there's right. a lot of tribute bands out there. I work with a lot. I work with a Rolling Stones tribute. I work with a Billy Joel tribute. I work with, um, you know, a Meatloaf tribute. Um, right. You know, so these tributes are doing really well today because what happens is that some of these places just can't afford, I mean, they can't afford to bring in Billy Joel. So, you know what, they they book a tribute and people love it. They love it. Right. Yeah, well, I, I did the uh, the food truck rock carnival out in Jersey this weekend and they had a stage just for cover bands. And they had an Aussie tribute, and it's just like saying the real thing, kind of. They had a Queen tribute. The guy looked just like Freddie Mercury. They all dressed up like it. They were great. Yeah, yeah. And Mini Kiss, of course. The the little people dressed up like Kiss. I didn't get to see them, but, you know, they were on the bill. And uh, the old girls and the Judas Priest. It's it's just good stuff, you know? Yep, yep. It's because people are looking for that. Every group. Every group out there, there's a tribute to it. Right, and it's easier to go see a cover band than pay seventy five dollars that band seats at like Madison Square Garden to see the real thing. Exactly, exactly, and and that's why I said like it's something like the Garden, but you know even with uh, smaller places that you know they can't they can't afford to bring in some of these right. big acts, they they go to the tributes and they do a tribute night. Yeah, even Saint um, George. The St. George Theater here on Staten Island, they got some pretty big names now, but you can't afford to go there. Yeah, yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah. Like, if you want to go every yeah. week, you know, it's like, all right, I don't have $90, and then you want to bring some away, it's 180 bucks before yeah. anything said. Yeah, just for the show. Forget about going to dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's like going to the movies. You, you, before you yeah. walk in the door, you're already 50 bucks in the hole. Exactly. You're right? just sneaking popcorn into your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's not gonna say I don't. Why wouldn't? What if you gotta go to the dollar store and buy the dollar candies, the box of candy yes, for a buck? Yes. I'm not paying five. Look, if you gotta buy, let's say you're two people, three people, four people, you buy four to five, six boxes of candy for four or five people. Yeah. You're spending like thirty, forty dollars a candy. Go to the dollar store, get that shit for five dollars. You know, you know, and that's the shame because movie theaters are also closing down. I mean, they just can't do it. You got Netflix. You got all this stuff that people could sit in their homes and, and they could go onto their right. TVs, computers. They don't really have to leave home. I mean, listen, we see it all out there, even with the, the social but media stuff. that's why everybody's people... gotten lazy. Because you know yes, what? Yes. People can do it from their house. But I miss going to the local. When I lived in Brooklyn, I had a video store in the corner. He always had a new movie playing. There was always pizza or snacks there. If you knew, you know what I'm saying? We right. were going out. We bullshitted. I looked. Man, I didn't even have to look for the movies. You're like, you want this, this, and this, these, and like, yeah. We knew the new releases. Everybody knew everybody. I was like going to the barber shop in that little video store. Right. We all knew each other. We hung out. Yeah. And got out of the house. Yeah. Now yeah. everything's at the click of a fucking button. Yeah, well, look at yeah. like the Super Bowl and stuff, and and Monday Night Football and Sundays used to be great for bars. Because no one now everyone has a giant screen TV. They got the heated recliners. They got the deep fryers. They got everything, yeah. and no one leaves. Everyone's just stuck in the house. Listen, it happens even with with people going out to meet other people. They go on uh, Match dot com and eHarmony, and they stay home and they talk to each other on the computer. I mean, it's like right. crazy. I crazy. know. Yeah. Listen, no social skills anymore. The kids are all on their cell phone. I mean, I've gone into places where I've worked with, you know, um, whether they're nightclubs or restaurants, and I walk up to the hostess, and I'm watching the hostess, not even looking up. She's texting somebody on yeah. her phone, and I'm like, oh, my God. What is this? It's like nobody even communicates with people anymore. Oh. My I favorite love- is when they text each other and they're standing right next to each other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or they'll go on yes. FaceTime or whatever and talk through the phone, but when they're together, they don't say a word. I yeah. love the I mean, comedian. I've, I've been in parents' houses where they text their kid kids to come for dinner or something. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, are you nuts? <laughs> I love I the comedian. I, I got to find out who this guy is. He's a fat comedian. He goes, when I came to New York, I was skinny. He goes, but I gained all the weight because I haven't left my apartment in three years. He goes, I work from my house. <laughs> the pot guy comes to my house and delivers me weed. I get stoned. I fucking, then I can order food. He goes, my McDonald's on the corner delivers. Yeah. He goes, the yeah. one time I had to go out in my car, he goes, I had two flats. He goes, I got Chico and Fleeco over there to go out and rob me new ties. He goes, I didn't have to leave my apartment. <laughs> but he's right, though. I didn't really think about that. It's gotten so lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, definitely, people, lift, like, definitely laziness. I mean, I do love computers and the phone. Absolutely. The fact that you don't have to go out and deal with the hustle and bustle of Christmas shopping. You buy everything on Amazon. It delivers it, right it, to your exactly. door. Exactly. That's, that's another thing, too, is that people do all their shopping. They pay their bills. They don't. Listen, I just, I just, <coughs> excuse me, I just got turned on. I'm, I'm an old school person, so. To train me to do certain things on the computer, I just get very nervous with. Somebody just right. said to me recently, you know, geez, you can you can make your deposits on your on your phone to the bank, and I'm like, what? Are you kidding? Well, I tried it once. Now I don't even go to the bank anymore. Yeah. Now, yeah. Only the cash. Myself, you know, you can't do sad. cash in there yet. It's yeah. <laughs> it's sad. It is, but you know. Because if you go to the there's bank, there's app. only one teleworking. There's an app for yeah. anything. 
There's an, you're but right, I, there's an app for everything. Exactly. But I do you like... You can do a doctor on an app. You can... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, prescriptions. Yeah. You just <laughs> call up the number on the thing. You do have to go pick it up unless they deliver. No, right. they deliver. Right. 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 You can literally get anything you want delivered to your house, and I literally mean anything nowadays. Yeah. I yeah. actually miss yeah. going to, like, the record store. Yeah. And going and buying something and then getting so psyched to go home, put my headphones on, and play the record and tape it on my cassettes, you know, so I can I don't play know. it in are my car. Even, are there even any more Sam Goodies left? I don't even know. No. No. no the, only, gone, right? the only record store I know of that only sells movies and weird stuff is Major's Records. Right. But our music yeah. isn't there anymore, I don't think. We should open up a record shop, CD shop, video snack store, bar. snack bar. <laughs> exactly yeah. where yeah. I was going with that. Where you can come in, you can even have like a little vape bar in there, a little snack bar. You can come in, rent your movie, buy your CD, buy your new DVD. Because me, look, I, I, first of all, I don't understand the cloud. It's in, it's in my cloud. Your yeah. ass is in my fucking cloud. What's in the cloud? <laughs> what happens if it rains? <laughs> There's no cloud, okay? That's number one. What happens if it goes down? At least if I buy a CD and DVD, I got a copy of it forever. Right. But if the cloud right. goes, you throw out your phone. Like, I love the DVR thing. I got all Verizon makes you buy all these movies if you want to buy them online. What happens if I cancel my Verizon service now? Now, the $400 yep. of movies that I have burned on my box and on my DVR and all my stuff that is saved, is now I'm done with. Yeah. What if I got yeah. the disc? And I got the original copy. I put it on whenever I want, wherever I want, whatever I want. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, screw yeah. that. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Phyllis, you're very quiet, Phyllis. Phyllis I'm, I'm chatting just, on a phone the whole time. No, yeah. Phyllis is in the chat room with other people, and I just want you guys oh. to... Well, while we have you on the phone, we, do, we usually do a food fight, but since I just did the Rock Carnival... And you're all about the freestyle and disco. Our food fight is going to be 80s metal or glam rock versus uh, freestyle. <laughs> it's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. I'm going to start it off. Now, like I said, I was a metalhead and a closet freestyle guy, so I have to go with 80s metal, glam rock, you know, hair bands. I love that kind of crap. But I do love freestyle, so I'm not a hater because, you know, that's I'm, I'm a closet. I'm a closet freestyler, right. you know. So I'm going straight up metal here. I got it. See, now, I, as much as I'm into the Metallica and the rock and roll and, you know, the ACDC and Slayer and all that crap, I, I got to stick true to the freestyle, baby. I was more going out. I saw all those guys in concert, but I was more going out. When I was a kid, we had down Bay Street in Staten Island. We had Club Bay and Kokomo's, and I was more going into seeing all the freestyle bands. Johnny Yo, Cynthia, Rob Bass. Yeah. I saw all these guys. I hung out with some of these guys. I played with two. some of these guys back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? 
Well, you know, I gotta go. I gotta go freestyle. All right. Well, I mean, like I said, this isn't really a. This is just you know, what were you kind of back in the day? Exactly. But you know, I was the guy with the. You know, almost mullet kind of thing, ble- bleach jeans, construction boots, sneaking into Safari South. Yeah, well, here's my thing, too. I had the motorcycle jacket. I had Rush sunglasses with 2112 right on the top of the lens. <laughs> yeah. And I had my bandana on, cruising around listening to Cynthia and Johnny O. Dream Boy, Dream Girl. I didn't give a fuck. I yeah. liked what I liked. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, well, I take it you're a freestyle woman. Hello? Why did everything just get cut dead? Ah, oh, she dropped. Oh, my God. She just did. She All right, she'll, she'll call back in. My phone died. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's just true. All right. So, um, all right. Well, I'm going with that. We're going to have to assume she's definitely freestyle. Right. She's freestyle. Yeah. But now let's go on. We got Mary uh, on Facebook said, freestyle? Dear Lord, who are you? Desk before disco. <laughs> so, she likes the metal. And I got, Tina said. Then I got, um, uh, Kevin DeChain. Chef Kevin's got the horns okay. up, so he's metal. And Tina Lewis is still a metal head. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we got four, four to two. What about I think it's still a I go with disco. Freestyle. But freestyle. Okay. All right, all right. So, four to three. You know, you can call in. Nine two nine four seven seven three three two eight, and our phone calls are sponsored by FreeAudible dot com. It's a um, what do you call that? Way to do the commercial FreeAudible dot com. It is fantasy football. FreeAudible dot com, fantasy football. Yeah. That's right. Free you know, it is. I don't have all the read sheets. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I tried FreeAudible dot com. So while you call in, 929-477-3328, I'm going to switch over once I get to the thing. We're going to get Raven, because I'm, I'm wondering what he's going to say. Oh, yeah, he's <laughs> not at duration the whole right there. You should have saved him for a little bit. All right, he's... Raven, we're going, I, I know you're going metal, right? You, you don't like any sort of freestyle? I never have, no. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're, we're, dead, we're dead even on are, are Facebook. You, with... you both have met me. Do I even, I mean, I, I like, you know, some public enemy here and there and some old school run DMC and all that, but, uh, yeah, no. Number one, before it was about to yeah. run, I wasn't licensed to have one. The minute they see Public enemy. I'm the epitome <laughs> of public enemy. Did I you know, I know that, but... Fear of Black yeah. Planet was a great album back in the day, but, you know, Bring the Noise, you know, with Anthrax. Bring Come the on. Noise. Yeah. All right. So we, have have each, even, we got 10, the Beach 10 Rock and Roll. Were punk bands before they were rap, so, you know. Okay. We got 10 Rock and Roll and 10 Freestyle on Facebook, so with Dead Even, we got Dead Even Heat going on. Yeah. No, no, we got, it was just 5 to 3. Well, I'm going on Facebook. It's 10 and 10. <laughs> we got 10 people doing metal. So, Nina, I'm going to call back 10. 50 a minute to charge. Okay, so our guest is texting saying that her phone died, and uh, she's going to call back. All right. Chef Jess is in the uh, chat room. So uh, are you a metal chick, or were you yeah. a Guido chick, even though you're much younger than us? But What I want to know, Jess, is why is your ass in the chat room, and why are you not on the phone? Bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, Sinatina is actually uh, into the metal. She's a, a new listener, I guess. She's been listening. Um, she's, she's a vault. She's a vault listener who has found her way into the chewing the fat minion hood now. Yes. 
Cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon. I like when we co-mingle yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a threesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. So, all right. We'll, we'll continue that one later. But let's start off the other. I've heard people say that. A little late on the soundbite there, but it's yeah. decent. But I had to play Barry because I got him back on the soundbite. Uh, I don't know about that. She is neither freestyle nor glam metal. No. But he looked like a glam metal guy that sang some soul. But All right, well, let's get into our top metal. five. Let's do our top five, and let's get that rolling. But it, what top five? Top you have five. a top five? Yeah. Okay. Remember, remember, guy, we were talking about it earlier. It is your top five. Oh. That was it. I had to just right. in a little freestyle okay. right there. We got top five. In honor of the Rock Carnival, we're doing a top five favorite hair band monster ballads. Okay. Big WBC's <laughs> top five. I still can't find it. I can't find it. I don't know. That's, it totally that's, disappeared. That's weird to me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm going to start with mine. I can only think of two. All right. I can only think of two that are off the top of my head. All right. And I got to give you the Poison one and the Ozzy and Lido. Oh, close my eyes forever. Yeah, close, great your, song. close your eyes and which one? Let me guess. Every rose has its thorn. Yes. No. 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 And, uh, and the give, other me, one. give me something to believe in. Yeah. Oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't even put this. There's three that I can't put on this because they're not really hair metal bands, but they kind of are. But I got two Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine and November Rain. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And Home Sweet Home with Molly Crew. But those are not really the monster ballads. So I'm going to go right here, Cinderella. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah, good song. I like it. That was a good one. I got Mr. Big, To Be With You. No, I'm I don't the know. only wants to be, be with you. Be yeah. with you. Okay. Skid Row. Um, I remember you. Woke up to the sound of pouring rain. Warrant with Warren. heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Heaven is it's too far away. Ah, closer to it. What was this song in the Ozzy song? I've been the king. I've been the clown. Now open wings can't hold me down. I'm living the hate. I don't know. Come on, but Raven, you gotta know it's Raven. But here's my number one. I'm gonna play my number one with <laughs> a little bit. Here's my number one right here. Yeah. For some reason, it gives me chills. I love driving to this song. I don't know it yet. I know it, but I don't oh, know. Oh, you will. Oh God. Little Tesla love song, baby. Oh, I'm gonna love with that. I just have it playing in the back. Well, so you know what? I'm gonna give you my little freestyle right there, baby. All right. Well, let's see. We got a lot of people commenting on this one, and what do we got? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play my song again, so we're gonna keep on track of the 
metal bands. All right. We got Mary, actually. Mary really chiming in today on today's show. I like show. Mary chimes in. Mary's yeah. funny. I like this. Hers is number five is Heaven by Warren. Okay. Number four is Love Bites by Def Leppard. Great song. Nobody's Fool by Cinderella. Another good song. I Remember You, Skid Row, and number one, Home Sweet Home. Motley Crue. Wow. Now, I Remember You, we were all psyched to hear it on Saturday from Skid Row, and they, they were horrendous then. It was just like, it sounded like me singing in the shower with throat cancer. That's, that's wow. what the guys say. All right, we got uh, Joe Nugent. Chiming in here, and he goes, "Where to begin? Don't close your eyes." By Kicks, that was a good one. Don't close your eyes. I like the Def Leppard Love Bites. Yeah, Love Bleeds. Yeah. He's got uh, Joe also right. likes Every Rose Has Its Thorn, Poison, Beth from Kiss. Oh yeah, yeah. That but might that's be my not really one. a hairband. They're like 70s. Yeah, but so that yeah. may be my number one song right yeah. there. Close My Eyes Forever, Ozzy and Leader, and yep, Love Song one. from yeah. Tesla. Then we got Jill out in California. She, her most favorite is Love Song by Tesla. Um, Kelly Rudden, Never Let You Go from Steelheart. Never, I don't, I, I probably, her, Forever Young, Alphaville. Toy Soldiers, what, thinking this isn't hair metal? Eternal Flame, Cheap Trick, and Total Eclipse of the Hot Body Tyler. Not especially hair metal, but Monster Ballads nonetheless. All right. Yeah, how you got to give him that? All right, cool. Jen Kowalski, number five, House of Pain, Faster Pussycat. I love that song. Okay. Home Sweet Home, Motley Crue, Still Loving You, The Scorpions. I do like wow. that. Still loving you. <laughs> I'll never let you go. Steelheart. I got to check this one out. And I'll be there for yeah. you, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Tina Lewis. Tina, who, by the way, I want to thank Tina because she is really helping out our show. She's hooking us up with Stephen Lee from Master Chef to be on the show. Very cool. She runs a chat room. Love Bites, 18 in Life. Too many others to choose from. 18 lights to life. go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Now, I used to have this Monster Ballad CD, which is two different yeah. that, and it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, all right. So, you know, some people are actually chiming in. I like this. Yeah. I like that when people are, uh, you know, do we have anyone in there? Okay, no, no, nothing in the chat room. Is that right? Oh, wait. The, <laughs> uh, the Siberian Orchestra, blah, blah, TSR. Well, we're talking uh, about Trans-Siberian Orchestra, but... Uh, right. That was something well, that's big now is all the, uh, the transgender stuff. The Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Trans-Siberian Orchestra is Chris Caffery's Christmas project that he does with people like Alex Skolnick, Paul O'Neill from Sabotage. It's the band that got its start after Sabotage collapsed 25 years ago. Uh, yeah, Caffery, uh, you met him. Tears of the Sun Hot Sauce, Chris Caffery. Ah, uh, okay. From the Beaver Brown yeah, Band. Yeah, <laughs> The Beaver and John Caffery. Great song hey, right you like my five? Considering I'm not a big yes. dog guy, but I have some. All right, number yes, five. Yes. Scream- number five, Screaming in the Night, Crocus. Okay. I remember okay, Crocus. Um, 
Oh, we were catch joking. what? Yeah, Midnight yeah. Maniac and all that. Yeah, yeah. I like okay. the potato um, 18 in life. Yes. My sister <laughs> used to say, when I was 18, I worked for my father and the potato chip route, and I'd work like 70 hours a week, and he'd give me $100. <laughs> and my sister used to made up a song called 18 and $100 to that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, that's okay. Um, now the, the the top three, I, I I don't know which one to say would be the the one I would go number one with. Um, but I would have to say Still Life, Iron Maiden. Ooh, all right. I don't think I know it. Peace of mind. Uh, it's a song about suicide, actually, about not doing it. It's about hearing voices in your head looking down into a pool. Uh, yeah, it's a great song off of Peace of Mind. It's it's a it's a ballad though. Um, another one is uh, Cries in the Night, Wasp. Ooh, Wasp! We are sexual perverts, Wasp. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Yeah. I fuck like a beast, Cry, Wasp. Cry, yes, Cries in the Night off of their second album. Yeah, nice. that was on the B side. That that's a ballad. Basically, the second verse has always been a good one. Uh, uh, everyone in my hair, they call out my name. They think I'm cool and got no worries but fame, but I'm living to lose and dying to win with these people around here. My patience wears thin. Yeah, um, and then I would have to say probably my my favorite ballad, Alice Cooper, I Love the Dead. <laughs> All right, hey. Alice is fucking cool, or, or, man. Or that, Only Women Bleed, either one. Oh, all right. So yeah. here is a list of songs that I just pulled up the Monster Ballad CD. Something to Believe in, Heaven, High Enough, Almost Can Paradise. Can you say Damn Yankees? That's Damn Yankees, love, yeah. To Be With You, Carrie, Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone, More Than Words, Headed for Heartbreak, When I Look Into Your Eyes, I'll Never Let You Go, When I See You Smile, Don't Close Your Eyes, and when I'll see you smile. I got a random oh, honorable mention just for the sheer annoyance of it, because I, I for years my roommate loves this band and I've been making fun of it since the video. Wait by White Lion. Oh, my Mike favorite Tramp. fucking song ever. Every, every, every video with Mike Tramp in it, if you ever noticed, every time he starts to sing, you can see straight up into his skull. He tilts his head so the camera looks right up his nose. Yeah. Here I stand yeah. all alone Trying to find the pain of a broken heart Come on, it's a great fucking song Why she left me, I don't know I can tell you the whole fucking song yeah. Great tune right I there. mean, if you really want to know my favorite ballad of the 80s It's Melissa from Merciful Fate <laughs> <laughs> But I figured but I, I would inspire your listeners I will tell you though That um what do you call it? that white lion, Vito Brada, is from Staten Island. Yeah. From Port Richmond. And I remember when I was in grammar school, he played the St. Rock's Bazaar. And there was an article in Metal Edge magazine. And um, it was a story about white lion, and they spelled our rock, R-O-C-K. And they were like, St. Rock's Bazaar. And it was just awesome. Because, you know, being a little metalhead in, in grammar school... And we're in Metal Edge magazine. It was pretty fucking great. Nice. So, right. all right. Well, we got um, yeah, we got Michelle calling back. Yeah, in. Michelle. Let's talk about guests again. All right, cool. We Michelle, hey, we Michelle, how are you? Oh Welcome my back god, to I'm so sorry, guys. I, hey, I that's had all right. A bit of Chinese food. 
Oh, shit, I had to hang up, too. What you get us? <laughs> That's my favorite ballad. I'm ordering Chinese food. I yeah. love that one. <laughs> <laughs> that I think about it. I could go for a little low mein and beef on a stick right now. Ooh, I can go God, for a little. Now, I'm getting, now I'm getting hungry. Uh, I think we're going to make that stop if they're open. Okay. Speaking of Chinese food and hair metal, remember Loudness? Yes. Ooh, yeah. Rock and roll crazy nights. Well, you know, Mike Vistera of the Connecticut Metal Band of Session was the one who replaced the Japanese singer in Loudness. Really? Yeah, Mike Vistera sang with him for the better part of the late 80s and 90s before going on to the Mike Vistera Project. You're in my was that territory like, now. Did he have to do like a Charlie team. Chan thing? Was it like a white guy? Oh, no, no. But actually, a better, band, a better band of that era that didn't get very big because of the, their fact that half their lyrics were still in Japanese was a band called Anthem. Yes, I know Anthem. Phenomenal. Yeah. Machine Made Dog, still one of my favorite songs. But yeah, the, the band Anthem from Japan—they they, they looked like they dressed like they were in Europe. There's another one for you. Anything from Europe, Carrie, you know? Carrie, yeah, uh, a good ballad. Um, but, now, uh, wait, yeah, wait, wait, no. yeah. Were you on the line before when we had Michelle on? Did you two guys talk to each other or introduce yourself? No, I, I did. I did not talk to her. No, but I was listening. Yeah, <laughs> All right, Michelle, this is Raven. He hosts a hey, show. Hey, Raven, how are you? He hosts a show called The Vault of Metal, so that's kind of like we have a rock and a freestyle yeah. kind of little combo show, because I think a lot of music happened in the 80s. Yes. And it was a lot oh, yeah. of one-hit wonders oh, yeah. or, you know, guys that just worked on it. It wasn't just... Uh, now, on that note, I saw Straight Outta Compton. Great movie, uh, all about, you know, EZE and NWA and Ice Cube and... Yeah, it's Snoop Dogg up in there and Suge Knight and how fucked up things were. And, you know, if you watch it, it was a really good movie. You know, and you I, I got know, a lot of reasons. Go ahead. You know, now they've done NWA, they, they have to do something just for the hell of it because he went on, got shot, as, and known as a gangster rapper, and I was talking about this this weekend. Um, they need to go and do a movie about Digital Underground. Okay. Because you know who you know who got his start, who went on and, and eventually died, but he's considered one of the early gangster rappers. Got his start Jesus in the underground, underground, don't you? Oh, <laughs> Tupac. Yes, Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. Boy, here's the Tupac thing: we got we got movies about rock and roll. We got well, movies about rock and roll. We got movies about rap. We got movies about metal. Why is it not a freestyle movie? Yeah, like sure. how freestyle was. There was a disco one, which was actually yeah. good. The disco one was uh, the Summer of Sam about that whole disco era and how Son of Sam was killing people. Well, and then, he- I lived the Son of Sam era. I lived it. I was I was a, a frequent goer to the to Elephant, which was the club that he was hitting. Yeah. Um, wow. So I lived that era. That was um, that was a scary. Time for a lot of people when he, this crazy nut came out and started shooting people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wasn't did he driving like he was supposed to be driving like a Volkswagen or something like that? Or uh... I don't know, but what he used to do is he used to target uh, couples in their cars making out. Right. Wow. That's you know that was his big mo. So um you know and El- elephant elephant was the club where um 
you know, a couple of them got killed there and stuff. But, um, you know, listen, it didn't stop us from going out. It really didn't. Right, you know, exactly. we, still, we still went out. But, um, yeah, that was. You know why? Because you couldn't time. get blow through an app. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get blow through an app. Right. And, and you couldn't call home. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Unless you found a pay phone. Yeah, but think about it. I right. still want to see a movie about TKA and Judy Torres and Lime and how these people grew up and what their life was about. I'd love to see a, a documentary on that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking it's a documentary. Yeah, I think the documentary, they'll probably, um, yeah, I think there's a there's a promoter uh, in the Westchester area that I thought was putting something together. Because I know they're doing it on the Funhouse, because when we did the Funhouse reunion at the casino, um, there was somebody there that was filming for that, and he was doing interviews and stuff. So I, I would think they would come out with something with the freestyle too. I mean, listen, look how many movies they had, you know, Saturday Night Fever and how many things from the disco era. Yeah. So yeah. they really should do it in all the genres of music. Yes, I totally agree. I, yeah, I think I think it would be cool. You know, they have certain people play parts of whoever it was and uh, – yeah, yeah, especially one of my that, favorite movies freestyle. from that well, that time. It wasn't freestyle. It was come on, um, with the blonde and the kid. He goes on tour with the band. He's almost, a famous. almost famous. One of my favorite. That's a true movies. story yeah. about Catherine. Story, yeah. Yep. Brad, the band which, was the which, older which brother. Which movie was that? Almost, almost famous. famous. Oh, almost famous. Cameron Crowe. Cameron Crowe's his name, right? Yeah, Cameron. That Crow. was him. He won a shot. To write for Rolling Stone magazine, yeah. he traveled with the Tell other me you brothers. didn't get the chills when you saw that. Everything except right. for traveling with the bands, because I hung out with a lot of you. But that really was how it was. That's yeah. how life was oh, back yeah. then, man. And, and you know what? But there was a whole other side of that, and that was the freestyle era. Because I don't care what you say, disco, rock, and roll, metal, there was an era for a while where freestyle was dominant. Yeah. Everybody was agreeing on, like, listening to, you go up 86th Street in Brooklyn under the L, that's all you heard was TKA, Judy Torres, Johnny Yo, Cynthia. Right. Well, well yeah, and that, that's, there was a lot of blows back then. It was metalheads. Yeah. And Guidos. You had yeah. the Cabarichis, the Sweetos and stuff versus the denim vests yeah. with the I used to have yeah. my, my, my Cabezios with my ZZ Cabarichis and my motorcycle jacket on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That that was that was me. I yeah. would I would I would wear Cabarichi and go and work metal shows. So yeah. 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 I used to take my my Levi's or Lees. The parachute pants. Turn them inside out. Parachute pants. them. It's the yeah parachute pants. No no. I see. I would never went that way. I had Sweetos. Remember Sweetos? What the hell is a sweet? They were like the colored pants with the colored stripe on the side. They had yeah, black yeah. with the red stripe yeah. and whatever. And joints. Remember joints? I used to smoke them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we all used remember to? joints. Oh, yeah. There was so much. Five, five bucks is good for the week back yeah, what then. Was, what, what happened to the days where you just get a sheet of Easy Wider and roll up a joint? Now it's vape no, pens. those days are gone and, now. Listen, now it's, you know, it's becoming legal in states and stuff. I mean... Who would have ever thought? Who would have ever well, it was, thought? Well, it was kind of legal, legal back in the 80s because no one really bought a Jabal weed. No. I got I used to get The best story I can ever tell you was there was four of us in the car smoking. The whole car got smoked out. The cops knock on the window. They tell us to get out. My friend Michael's in the driver's seat. Somehow or another, he was able to step out of the car with his seatbelt still attached. So I just pulled it and yanked him back in. 
And we all just yeah. started laughing. And couldn't have a confidence. Now, if this was today, you would have been thrown on the floor, beaten oh, yeah. down, fingers up your ass, searched. But the cops were actually laughing at us. And they made us come down and leave. fingers up your ass? Yeah, that's how they search you. I've got searched. I've gotten pulled over, and I've got searched. And they actually went in my butthole and on my fucking thing and in my thigh. Are you sure they were cops? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what they do, bro. That's, that's what the street crimes people do. You know? And it's uh, messed oh, yeah. up because... Back then, all they did was make us dump out our weed and step on it. And I was like, dude, really, man? And that well, hurt. listen, look at Glenda, how many times with even the drinking laws, the, the cops would follow you home. Or, yeah. or, or they would, whatever, I mean, they, it was, I mean, today, it's like, um, this well, is here's, change, the difference. I mean. here's, here's why. Think about this. 20 years ago, there were probably 40% less cars on the road than there were today. So people really didn't right. crash into anything. It was really right. 2 o'clock in the morning, there was nothing going on in Staten Island. You could drink and crash into a tree, a big deal. Now there's so many cars and so many lights and so many things that people are getting hurt. Now, look, I don't agree with the drinking and driving at all. But I'm sorry. Yeah. You want to take a hit of pot and go drive more fucking bad with me. I drive better. I don't yeah. care what you yeah. do. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. one of those. It's like one of those things, you know. And, and I'm glad it's being legal for medicinal purposes, and even for recreational, it should be legal. Listen, I, I'm I'm in agreement with that too. Um, you know, people may not agree with me, but I'd rather see somebody smoking pot and driving than drinking and driving. Absolutely. Oh yeah. What's going to happen with with a stoned person when they're driving is they're going to miss an exit, but they'll never yeah. miss a drive. <laughs> Yeah. And they're going to follow right. the guy in That's front of them until the guy right. stops driving. Well, here's, here's or, the other... or, or, or really, the worst could be like Cheech and Chong's Nice Dreams. You know, they'll be on the island in yes, the middle of the road. Yes. Hey, 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 whoa, whoops, we parked yeah. in the wrong spot, dude. <laughs> Black shit. Uh... Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Somebody said this the other day, and it was great. He goes, a drunk guy is going to see a stop sign and go through it because he's too drunk and crash into somebody. The guy who's smoking pot is going to see a stop sign, stop, and wait for it to turn and green. wait for it to turn green. I used to yeah. I, yeah. I did that a lot when I was drunk. I'd stop and then wake up later because I thought it was a red light and I would just pass out. And then <laughs> cops would knock on me and go, what are you doing? Pull over, take my keys, throw them in the trunk, and either drive me home or make me walk. I remember yeah. it was me, Gary Cataldo, God rest his soul. I can't remember who else. I think Sammy and someone else in the car. And we fell asleep. And the car just rolled off on the sidewalk and hit the side of the bar, the building. It didn't hit it, didn't smash it. Just like went into it. We all passed out. Oh, we didn't even know where we were. That's how fucked up we were. We were drunk. And the cops came and they took the keys. They parked the car. And they said, the only way you're getting your car back is if all four of you show up to the precinct tomorrow with your parents. Yes. And let me tell yes. you something. Yes. I would have rather have gotten arrested. Because <laughs> oh, going yeah. down there to get the car and having my mother and father dragged out and being known that I was in the car and now everybody knew that I was the bad boy in the car. But God, I got the shit kicked out of me. Yeah. See, I would have rather have gotten jail. When that shit would happen, my father would be like, it's because you don't know how to drive drunk. I had 45 <laughs> years under my belt, never got busted. I'm a trained <laughs> drunk driver. <laughs> That's why you got to love Papa Burma. Yeah, he's he's crazy. fucking great. But, uh, yeah. 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 It's, uh, that was the days, though, with the music and the freestyle. Well, there were clubs and, yeah. and, 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 like, you know, Lamar's for rock and, On you know, the crazy country you club. Know, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I had such I great hope when they did the doc about CBGBs, and that movie was horrible. It, it, it's right next to Rockstars, two of the worst true stories butchered by film. Yeah. <laughs> they need yeah. to stop making documentaries about the 80s. They just do. Right. But I mean, there were <laughs> places you would go that you, it was always music. Even like 
on Staten Island the the, um, the Blue Willow. Every night there was a band. You knew that there was going to be a band, and you'd go there and hang out, and it would be great Sunday nights. You know, like well, any night of week. that's why I was saying earlier that there is nothing out there like that. People are are really begging for places to open because there's nowhere for well, we talk about to. this on my show all the time, and it's simply yeah. this. You do promotion. You do promotion. I've done it, too. It's simply this. It, it's not that there aren't people that don't want to book venues. There's not that there aren't people that don't want to open venues. It's simply you, you bitch about it, but you know what? You've got to go see the local bands if you want to get the bigger acts. If you don't go out on a Wednesday night when it's $2 beer for the local cover band, the guy's not going to book a touring act for Saturday night. No, right. you're you're right. Listen, nobody has money. A lot of these places open up today, and they put a lot of money into their places, and then they never leave money for advertising. And today, everybody thinks that that Facebook is the you know that that's what we can do, and that's what's going to get you know thousands of people into our place. But it's not. They need to advertise their places. Right. Um, they don't. Well, they well, they rely depending on, on the, the size. Of, you know, in a place like people. New York City, absolutely, you've got to you've got to still go out and flyer. But, you know, in the smaller regions, you know, I mean, you know, here in the town that I'm in, it's, it, it's an art school city, and the, right. the music and art scene is dead. Yeah. 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 And a lot because people don't want to play for nothing, which I understand. But, you know, the, well, the bars I'll, don't want to pay any. They don't want to pay acts. Well, the bars I'll don't want to pay acts. great one that just happened. Uh, it just happened here. Here's a place just up the road from me. And they've got a bad rep anyways. Uh, four bands played. The promoter paid each band $25 a piece. Didn't pay them on site. Waited five days through PayPal to give them it. Five bucks a band member, basically. Then charged yeah, them six cool. bucks a beer and $12 for a plate of wings. Yeah. Right, right. Play. It yeah. cost them money there. Yeah. These were touring but, acts. Yeah, see, yeah, see uh, in, in New York it's a little different because, again, I work with a lot of the local bands, and, um, you know, there's oh, bands I, out from, there that I'm are $500. York, that's where huh? I got my start. I got my start in the 80s. I used to work at the Ritz and Lemoors. So, yeah, I, right. I know Le, the Which, which Lemoor in Queens East. or Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but even here in New York, I mean, uh, there's you know, the bands that are like $500 bands, um, you know, what happens is they go into these places, and I know because I work most of them in the New York area, and I'll have an owner say to me, I only want to spend 500 on a band, and then they expect the band to bring 50 to 75 people. Right, right, well, and then they shortchange the them. Yeah, if it's a band that's 500 people, I mean $500, they're not bringing in 50 to 75 people, or else they'd be a lot more money than 500 Right, and it's a shame because it, they, it, it's not the responsibility out of the, the act. fun of it. Right. Well, I mean, it's a simple, it's a simple cyclical nature of music because you know what? When you tell a band to bring their crowd, they bring their crowd the first few times they play, but after they played ten times in a year, their friends are no longer going to come see them play again. The promoter has to get off his ass and go out and promote. When I did right. promotion, I would go broke sometimes because I would cover the cost of print media. I would cover the cost of paying for on the air, not on my show, for terrestrial radio stations to play, applicable to the music that was in the venue. And I would make damn sure that if the club didn't pay my band, I did. 
Yeah. That's how I got nationals to play for me, and they would do events like charities later on. Yeah. Yeah, got, I really. You've got to be willing to lose money to make money. Here it's a little bit different. I mean, because I I wear two hats. Okay, I wear a promotional hat and I wear the booking agent hat. And what I have to say to everybody is, me if I act as the promoter, um, and then now I have the band, and then I have the owner. Today it has to be a team effort. Everybody has to help promote today. Today you have to you got you have to give people a reason to come out. And now I work with again bands that. For instance, I'll give you, again, the example of Disco Unlimited. Those fans, and this is not family and friends, this is fans that come out because when they play out, they can play every Friday and Saturday in a different location week after week, and their fans want to come out and dance to them. They have a great time. So, yes, do they have a following? But, again, I'm I'm not going to tell an owner, listen, my band's bringing in 250 people. Listen, I say to the owner, we're going to try to get as many people as possible, and you're going to help promote too, which owners become lazy. A lot of them right. don't want to promote. They don't want to, they don't even keep up with their website. They have these websites, and I, and I have to call and say, listen, you need to put this band on your website. They're going to be there this Friday. How come it's not on there? Um, and people will call the venue, and then they'll say, oh, I didn't know the band was coming this week because the people that work for them, are not getting the information. So if everyone works together, again, when I've done uh, things like at the casino and I've done things at Westbury Music Fair, we're bringing in twenty-five to 3,500 people. Okay, Westbury, yes, do we do advertising? Resorts pays for advertising with CBS, with Joe Causey. Um, we do the same right. thing with Westbury. We're, we're all working together to build it up. But a small place... They're not going on the radio. They don't have the money to do that. No. They don't have the money to put it in Newsday. So, yeah. But there's there's other things they could do to try to, um, listen, they could buy those four-by-six postcards. 5000 could cost them 250 Go pass them out in hair salons, canning salons, gyms. You know, yeah. I, I don't understand sometimes how these owners think, okay, we'll rely on the band or we'll rely on the promoter. It's got to be everybody working together. Everybody, yeah. Like, yeah, my dad's in a band. He just does 50s, 60s, and 70s. For like the last 35 years, these guys have been together. And when they play a gig, they get about 80 to 150 people that go before they play, eat dinner in the restaurant or whatever, the bar that they're doing, they eat, and then they hang out and watch them play. And then, then, you know, then they're always getting gypped. Well, you know, you like, know, oh, well, we only yeah. give you 400 or 500, and it's that's like bullshit, but he's his ass that's, off. That's another oh. thing that's, that's done a lot. Owners, um, when they have a band come in, let's say they charge at the door, okay, they don't take into consideration that, let's say 50 people walk through the door, okay, they don't take into consideration that those 50 people would have never been in your place unless that band was there. Okay, because they're coming to see the band. They're spending money at your restaurant eating food, and they're buying drinks at your bar. (laughs) But then you'll get that owner that says, "Mm, you know, I only had 500 come through the door. They only brought 50 people. What about the other money they spent? If they weren't there, you wouldn't have even had that. Right, exactly. They just get greedy because you're actually packing that place. 
And now yeah. they're saying like, ooh, but the, why why am I going to pay them five hundred? And then they start to charge them for trade. Yeah, I, lo- I love the shit where they try to tell you that the bar tab is actually less than what it was too because. Oh, I, did a couple I don't of, even go by that. I never ask an owner how much they made at the bar because I know they. No, I never asked them either. But they always try to say, well, well, they didn't. We didn't make that much money either. I had, because yeah, we did a couple they, of events. They and, always will say that. Yeah. They'll always say, no, the bar didn't do that good. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, wait a minute. Like, we, we did a Hell's Kitchen event. It was me, Justin, Barbie, and a couple other people. I know between my group of people, we spent close to a 1000 bucks. We were buying rounds and shots after shots after shots. And the guy, oh, we didn't make that much. It was only, only a few thousand. There's a couple of hundred people here. You know what right. I'm saying? We spent more than half of that. So what do you, you know, don't try to bullshit us. Yeah, they yeah. just see it coming in, and they're like, all right, now I can pay my staff. <laughs> and they don't want yeah. to get it out, you know? Well, that's but, like some, you know, I've I, I dealt with it, and usually it happens one time. I walk away from it. But there's, there have been owners that I've worked with that at the end of the night will say, I'm, I'm not giving the band the full amount because they didn't bring enough people. And my answer is, if you're um, if you had a bad night, are you telling your chef that you're not paying them? Are you telling your bartenders and your wait staff you're not paying them? You're paying the band. Yeah, you well, made a deal for for a certain amount. You're paying the band. Yeah. Well, here's here's a little thing, and it's not music related, but it's the same deal. I freelance a lot, so right. I'll someone will be like, "Can you work Tuesday night and cover my guy?" Yeah, no problem. At the end of the night, I'm getting less than I should have got because oh, I wasn't that busy. I'm like, it's, it doesn't say Rob's on the sign. Like, you asked me to work. I get what I get. When, you know, right. I'm not getting paid. To, I'm helping you out so you don't have to close that I'm going to work in the kitchen, and I get X amount of dollars, and you can't, like, jip me because it was slow. Like, that, and you, yep. you didn't hire me to bring people in. Yeah. So it's yep. you know it's just and, fun and, it's odd. Everyone's losing money. And, left and it and doesn't right. matter whether it's a chef or music or whatever. Simply put, you right. know, the worst thing you can that a, an owner of a club can say, and this is why one, when I do promotion, I have contracts across the board with expectations from the venue. So that way, if they don't do it, my guys still get paid. So do I. And if they don't, I take them to court. But when you bring in somebody, you say, well, you got you got you got visibility for working here. No. Because you're paying me for the 20 years of experience, the 15 years of practice, the reputation I've built from busting my ass seven days a week for the last 10 years, and every other piece of hell, plus my time, travel, and everything I brought with me, and you actually let me down because you did not represent me. Right. Right. But, you know, the, it, it the club owners it, and, and the source, And, I mean, I've, I've had this discussion with everybody from contracts. Scorpions on down. Yeah, they won't sign contracts in New York. Uh, definitely uh, a restaurant or a club that hires a local band, they will not sign contracts. And what happens is, because um, I've tried it already with, with you know, owners, and they definitely won't do it. And then you have those bands that are desperate to work. I know plenty say, of places right, in New York that contract. take contracts. Forget about it. I know plenty of places in New York that take contracts, though. And that do because and I don't. deal with national touring acts. And, and I, they bring unsigned bands with them. Well, you national build a tour touring packages, acts is like something. performers. Yes, we. I have contracts for every performer that I do. Local bands, it becomes a problem with. And what right. happens yep. is the bands are desperate to work, so they'll say, "Forget it, we don't need a contract." Because no one will say. Um, yeah, I'm they, they think that they, they think, the think they're doing the guy the favor. Like we're letting yeah. you yeah. play here. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that because I've had trouble with some local bands, even in Virginia, trying to get a contract with a local band. He was like, "Well." Uh, 
Meanwhile, this local band has 40 of its people eating your restaurant tonight, and you're still bitching about it on a Monday night when you would have did 20 fucking covers. Right. It's not like the old days. It's not like the old days. And unfortunately, a lot has to do with drunk driving cracking down and everything like that. No one likes to go out and have a good time anymore. And if they do... It's an event. They're going to do it once a month, not once every weekend. Even my kids and, don't. Yeah, and most, most people it's, it's um, also expensive to go out and party. Not, yeah. Most yeah. people 40 and older only go out one night a week. Right. Yeah, because that's the night you get the yep. sitter. Yep. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> by, and by the way, have two drinks. By the way, someone just chimed in on Facebook and adding to the top fives and said, Striper, honestly, Audie Cassidy, good buddy of mine. Yeah. And uh, now we have a phone call coming in. Hey, you're chewing the fat right, with Big and Beefy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you guys no, off. No, I'm watching the Jets with Betty and Lou. <laughs> but it was a pleasure, pleasure talking to you guys tonight. All right, so thank you so yeah. much. And uh, just keep in contact with us. Yeah, keep and, in touch and, uh, you know, yeah, put, you, put all your events on our Facebook pages Yeah, and we'll stuff. get them for you. Yeah. Yes, and next time I'll come into Staten Island and, and sit with you guys and, uh, Throw some food around. You've got to right, but, but definitely, I want to go to a couple of these shows. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, I'm into that. Everything you do, absolutely. Well, uh, I'll put them on. You guys let me know when you want to come. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you very much, Michelle. All right, oh, thanks thank for the show. You, thank you. All You're right, welcome. thanks for chewing the fat. All right. Yeah. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. <clears throat> and now we got Chef Lou calling in right now. Lucifer! Lucifer! What's up, dude? How are you, Robert? Good, good, good. How are the uh, Jets doing right now? Jets are doing a little fucking dance on Indianapolis, 7-0, about three minutes before halftime. Wow. Yeah, they're they're holding it tight, man. Winning? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, I'm going to the uh, game Sunday for the Eagles. Oh, what's the Jets record right now? Are they 2-0? Good evening, Lucas. Tonight, they'll be 2-0. Yeah. Okay. And the Giants are zero two, and they—I can't believe they lost again this week on the same yeah, shit. Usually, with the, how it with starts the, out, the Jets start out winning the first two games. The Giants usually lose and man. come back. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah, maybe. but still. I mean, like just watching the Giants, it's like I don't—they're playing a great game, and then they just drop it at the last like yeah. five minutes. They don't know. How, it's like they forget how to play. It's like they're the Jets. <laughs> yeah. The Giants are playing football like a 16-year-old on prom night. Yeah, Barely. yeah, exactly. Does his really great work all the way up, and then when it comes right down to the moment of importance, it's already in their pants, wet, sticky, and their knees. And it's, 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 it's also Manning. Like, he's been making some really stupid hard count calls. He's been Get rid of it already. I'm a Giants fan, and I'm afraid to say it now. Yeah. I'm Bring a Giants fan. In the heart Bring of Redskins territory. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're playing great. The Jets are playing great right now. As of right this hey. moment in time, they're on top of their preseason. I, I like their new quarterback. I like the guy. He's got the beard. He's, he looks like some Viking. Yeah, yeah. So for the Jets, who's the quarterback? Yeah, well, it's Gino, faster. whatever his name, got his jaw broke by the uh, the guy that uh, New yes. England picked up or something right after it, and uh, they put in the second stringer, and he's killing it. I love Actually, when second um, stringers have to take yeah, over. So they, like, really try to prove Philadelphia it. picked him up, the guy who punched out. Oh, Philadelphia, that was it, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be playing the Eagles on Sunday. That's the game I'm going to. Yeah. I have somebody and, in the uh, chat. 
All right, Philomena, this is the Big and Beefy Show, okay? Hang out. Stop yelling out, please. Thank you. Sorry. That's You're all right. Hands. That's all right. Put a clam in your mouth, please. Put a clam in your mouth. Yeah, this Fitzpatrick quarterback's been around a while. <laughs> no, he has. He has been, yeah. <laughs> Easy now, Luke. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just sometimes <laughs> one gets through the cracks. I put up my filter. And I come yeah. on a big and beefy show. <laughs> it's not much of a filter, but no. <laughs> but listen, it's a filter, okay? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like. I know the guy's been around and everything, but he just. I like when the second string is really like, you know, come through. Yeah, yeah. They always, all the second stringers always come through. Yeah. McElroy, yep. the other uh, McElroy, he was their uh, second stringer for the longest time. He stepped in there and. Sanchez is blowing us apart. You know, yeah. Guy Bailey took the field, and, like, it's fucking great. A lot of them kept off the field because of contracts. Yep. You know, that's yeah. it. It's not yeah. contracted to play. Yep. But, uh, but uh, so, so what's going on, on, Mo? How the hell are you doing? Nothing much. I mean, everything's been good. You know, catering. I got a busy weekend coming. A little... Yeah, well, let let me know if you need help. I know, like we talked about it, but you know, like yes. this week is busy for me. But you know, if you need hands, just uh, let well, me know. I, I'll, I, I'll I talk to you this week. I could definitely use a hand. So, it's a right. an invite. We'll chat tomorrow about the details. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's give him a hand. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Chef Clemenza and Chef Rob, for the. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you two hands right across the fucking face. So, hey, 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 tonight, hey. tonight's the, uh, the start of Rangers, New York Rangers preseason hockey, and I just got the uh, the score Rangers six, the Devils three. Yeah. I don't like preseason, though, because it's like, you know, you get guys that are never yeah, going to be on the team. Yeah, you get to see some of these guys. It's like cover bands. It's yeah. like the, the Rangers cover band out there. But Yeah, but you get to you look at some of their prospects. Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool. But I mean, Mets and Yankees this week, we had a hell of a thing. The Yankees took two, two out of three. We so, had a hell of a thing. We had, we had a, a thing. thing. We got a thing. But uh, so, Lou, we, right. we were talking about monster up, balance. Ooh, 10 Nick nothing. Nick Falk Nice. So, in the 80s. Would you listen to, like, all that hair metal and stuff, or were you, like, a disco freestyle guy? Um, I didn't listen to much of the hair metal. I listened to, I guess, the, like, Southside Johnny, Springsteen. Oh, all um, right, yeah. More of a heavy rocker. But I did enjoy, like, some of the music, like, you know, girls. Oh, well, you like freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> just right, just was say a freestyle. freestyle. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thank you very much, Lucifer. All right. What are we well, me I just needed that one last one. Metal wins. Metal beats oh, yeah. freestyle. Unbelievable, yeah. But yeah, I was a metalhead. Yeah. Hey, I mean, uh, it was just cool. Because back in those it days, once once it was hot, you could put four guys together. Cut a quick album and they'd be on tour making a ton of money, getting laid, and then losing it all in six months. Well, oh, what a day! Yeah. All Great. the disco girls wanted to fuck the metal guys, no matter what they said. Yeah, yeah. Because of the hair, they had that long ass hair. 
Woo! We got 13 minutes left, and Jersey Jackie is calling in. Hey, Jack, what's up? You're chewing the fat. Hey, guys, how are you? Good evening, Doing Jack. good, doing good, Jack. Jack we only got a little... I got tied up. I'm, I got lost in time, and I didn't realize what time it was. I just looked at the clock. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't call in. You got tied oh. up. Now, did you get spanked, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. I'm very disappointed. All right. Uh... Damn. No, right. just around all day. Uh, <laughs> well, Jackie, just one. Oh, well, I'll drive out to Jersey and spank up Jackie. Oh, wow. <laughs> take one for the team, Jackie. Take one I'll take one for the team. Oh, spank that right. ass. You gotta, gotta spank that <laughs> ass. Gotta spank that ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think about when I think of 80s music now. You're ruining it for life. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so. I'm going to make a porn. It's going to be Jackie Does Jersey. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Um, and it's going to be, she's doing it the raw way. <laughs> oh, oh, no condoms. Nice, no nice. condoms at all, yeah. <laughs> the raw way. I always um, said it's only a matter of time before one of these celebrity chefs gets popped up in a porn movie. I would have done it already. If I was a girl, I would have been. I don't want to drop names, but I got a couple in mind if I were. Yeah, I think the Kardashians look sick. Right, Jer- I think my, Jersey Jess should do one. My poor name, my poor name is Miles Feet. Wow. What's your. Miles I do That's Asian what... porn under the name of Hung Like Hamster. <laughs> Well, oh, that's crazy. We're gonna drop names. I think my stage name would be something like Sir Fucks a lot. <laughs> Ooh, that's a little. That's like kind of eighties uh, rap, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which reminds 80s. me, what's brown and what rhymes? What's brown and rhymes with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> I don't know. Doctor Drake. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Dr. Dre. <laughs> I just got that. That was very funny. Uncle Cocker. <laughs> Uncle Cocker. <laughs> well, hey, anything's better than the name Dick Trickle. I want, Dick I want to Trickle, tell I like it. Too. That was well, a NASCAR guy's name. <laughs> well, ja- Jackie's porn, actually, she takes on the jug handle. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> I put a new twist on it. <laughs> the Jets yeah. just pressed Andrew Luck into a fumble, and they recovered the ball now with a minute left into halftime. That's uh. <laughs> playing a very Jack- badass game. Jackie's favorite move is the Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, it's a Circle K. <laughs> you can watch Jackie handles a hoagie. Right, right, as you're making empanadas. Yeah, as you're making empanadas, right? And you're being oh, a tough 
Which, by the way, I I tell you what, I had the empanada guy at the food truck carnival. Fantastic. Did you ever have the empanada guy? Got got like eight trucks over there? Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Oh, really? Yeah, I told you guys. I was like, you should get, I was going to try to talk to him to come on your show one, one time. That's why oh, I was awesome. trying to hit you up when you were over there. I was like, tell him I said hi. Get him on. And then Let's I said, get him on. Does he want to have a international food festival? Excuse Ooh, me? Maybe. Maybe he'll come to the international food festival. The Staten Island food festival. Having a food maybe. truck festival. Yeah. He's got enough trucks well, now. Yeah. No, the guy's all over the place. And, um, yeah. I was gonna say, oh, shit. I was going to say, oh, you know, I didn't get a lot of my messages. Because all around the stages, they cut. The um, they cut the internet so no one can oh, live okay. stream any of the stuff. And I was like, "What the fuck? Nothing's, nothing's happening." I thought they shut my phone off. But yeah, I somebody did. had asked you, "Where where are you at? Where are you at?" And I was like, "Oh, he's not answering." I said, "Well, I'm gonna just post up to you know the flyer." Yeah, I yeah, I, I couldn't get anything. Was like, Thanks, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was pretty funny. I knocked out Saturday. I go up to the food truck that was you know like the the kitchen. And the guy goes, hey, chef, I don't know how to turn these ovens on. Can you do it? So everything's, you know, lit up, all the tents and everything. I turn on the two ovens and blew out the electric all backstage and the wireless that was in the allotted area. I almost ended wow. the food truck and rock carnival. <laughs> that would have been epic if you did. It was awesome. And then he's on the phone with the guy running. He's like, what the fuck's happening? He goes, that Chef Rob guy turned on the ovens and blew everything out. The union yeah, electrician well, uh, came over, and they asked me who hooked this up. I'm like, guy, I'm volunteering. I showed up. They don't turn the internet and turn the ovens on. I hit two switches. It wound up the generator was all hooked up wrong. Yeah, well, they're having a they're having a big um to do now on this. There's a, a Facebook page for people who live in Clark, and right. um they're gonna they're trying to ban it. They don't want it there next year. Ah, uh, well, I tell you what, they yeah. shut down all the side streets to no parking. Yeah, but apparently there was um, drug paraphernalia and beer cups and oh, everything no. on people's lawns. And, yeah, and they were, like, they're, they're going crazy. Yeah, uh, that's what they were like. You know, we, pay, we, pay money to live in, we pay money to get out of the hood and not have to live like that. And we live in Clark because, you know, they call that Ku Klux Clark over there. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we – Jersey people know what Clark is. When you go to Clark, it's like, you know, you're going through Ku Klux Clark. So, Right, and no. unfortunately, I've only I only saw about fifteen African Americans in two days. Yeah, and eight of them were working. Yep. So you're, you're I don't know right. which who it was, but one of the guys on Channel Four News, a black anchorman, he tried to get a house in Clark, and they would not let him live there. Really? This back like, yeah, this was back in like the late eighties, early nineties, but they would not let him move into Clark. That's fucking yep. wrong. I mean, it was a good That's time, man. It was, it was a good time. That's how they got the name. Clark. 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 There was over 50,000 people there, and I guarantee you 49,000 would have never, ever spent a dime in that town. Now, all the cops mm-hmm. got to work. The cops got to work. All the, all the Everyone from the town got jobs. Right. So, like, Fuck, it's, it's three days. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. let them stay. Let them stay. <laughs> All right, well, listen, we got under five minutes left. I hate to end the show, but it's that time. Why don't we end up with a little Iron Maiden Trooper? Yeah. All right? Wow. And, uh, 
We're going to end it with a little line. We want to. Let's thank everybody. 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 Let's thank thank you so much for hooking us up, running the chat room. Philomena. Jersey Jess, everybody else in the chat room, our guest Michelle Amico Licata, and uh, yeah. of course the one and only Raven. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, everyone, th- oh, we just got a quick 201 phone call. Hey! Hi! The- Hi. What up, Jess? coming in at the end. What's going on, Jess? What's going on? Not much, but I know you guys like focus on uh, like metal and music this week, which I can't like weigh in into. That's why I didn't call in because like I have nothing to say about metal. But uh, hopefully next week, if I can inspire you to talk about like fall flavors and a little bit of food action and like whatever you got to see at the food truck, I am so down to be like within the entire episode and weighing in because I want to hear about food and I love music, but I want to hear about food, guys. I'm gonna give a shout. Shout out to one of the best trucks also, besides the mac and cheese truck, the Moo, the Oink and Moo. It's a guy, out of, he's got a truck in Philly and a truck in Brooklyn, I think. Great barbecue, oh, brisket sliders, it was awesome. Vegan ice cream, there was, you know, you name it, empanada guy, there was a bunch of lobster roll guys. I don't know, it was yeah. awesome. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk we'll about talk about stuff. it next week, and uh, just... We fucking love you. Thanks for fucking. And uh, you know, Lou brought it up. Lou brought it up quick. He said he thinks one of these celebrity chef women should do a porno, and I I threw Jersey Jess in in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I work seventy hours a week. I think I'd look like a bear with my bush coming out. I don't think I'd be able to like, a fucking uh, porno going on there. Yeah, it was seventies and sixties. Seventies porno. There it is. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, 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 Chef Stephen Lee from uh, the last season of MasterChef came in third place. He's uh, we're in talks with Fox to let him on. And uh, peace out, everybody. Yeah, Keep chewing the fat. We love you all. You take my life, but I'll
jacket somewhere in my closet. Nice. A guy made on the back of them. I have a box that one. All right, everybody. Yeah.